guess what? I failed at setting intentions for 2023. You heard that right. Me, the planner girl, didn't sit down and set intentions for 2023. I kept meaning to, and I put it off until after Christmas, and then life just got busy. Welcome to the Being Better Everyday podcast, where we make your days more peacefully productive while you're juggling all the things. I'm your host, Julie Wenslick, a millennial mom, finance professional, and founder of PW Designs. I know that as a mom, business owner, corporate girly, or a combination of all three like myself, sometimes life can feel like a lot. With the simplicity and systems and being better every day, we create habits and routines that support your life, create calm in the chaos, and put the you back in your everyday. Grab those headphones, put on your shoes, and join me on a walk while we dig in to today's episode. There are a million ways to reflect on the past year, and I know I'm not the only one that will be talking about this right now. My hope for you is that by listening, you can take away something that works for you. So welcome to the Being Better Everyday podcast, and let's get into it. December is a month for snow falling gently in the sky and lights glistening, reminding you of the festive season and hopefully not too much snow plowing or snow shoveling. But for me, it's also a month of reflection. I can't tell you when I started reflecting and planning for the new year in December versus January, but I can tell you it makes all the difference into starting the new year. I'm talking from personal experience because guess what? I failed at setting intentions for 2023. You heard that right. Me, the planner girl, didn't sit down and set intentions for 2023. I kept meaning to, and I put it off until after Christmas, and then life just got busy. Somehow, month after month flew by until it just seemed like it wasn't worth it anymore. It set the year off for me on the wrong foot, and it has shown me that setting intentions is important in all areas of my life. So over the next three weeks, we're going to do just that. We're going to go into reflect on the past year. We're going to set intentions for the new year, both personally and professionally. As I mentioned in the beginning of the podcast, this is just one way to approach the new year, but I hope it gives you the tools to do a reset and take intentional steps towards being better every day. The first step is to reflect on the past year. How exactly do you do that? Is that a habit you've already created and are already doing without the prompt? If it isn't, I have some ideas for you on how to do it every year. This won't be a new concept if you've listened to other episodes, but it's still super important. What I want you to do before you go any further is determine when you're going to do this and put it on the calendar or as a reminder on your phone. You will need one to two hours depending on how reflective you want to get. I usually spend an hour when it's not related to my business. As you see in episode 19, I do go deeper on the business side of things and it'll take more than one to two hours. After you've scheduled the time, then it's time to go and take action. I am not one who loves to journal, partially because I feel like handwriting takes forever and I hate my handwriting, but annual reflection is where I make an exception. But lucky me, I'm going to do some of this reflection on the podcast so I can talk instead of write it out. There are two main mediums that I reflect, journaling out questions and what I call category highlights. I will walk you through both, but side note, I also forgot do this first. Oftentimes it feels like I can't even remember what happened in the year, so how am I going to reflect? One of the best ways to do this is your phone. So we all take countless pictures and oftentimes they stay living on your phone. Hopefully you have taken my advice and starting using chat books to get them off your phone and printed. 
If I have an active discount, I will link it in the show notes for you. So if you haven't done it, you can still do this. But for me, I pull out the books from the year. For you, you might open your Canon roll and scroll back to the beginning of 2023 and start bullet pointing all the fun or hard memories from the year month by month. Simple, but insanely effective for bringing gratitude and recognition back to the full year. What trips did you take? What memories do you have with your kids? It's a simple piece of paper and your phone, but it's the best step to start with. It's also super impactful. Like I said, I think maybe I'm alone in this, but I feel like a lot of times I have no idea what happened through the year because it just, the year goes by so fast. So it's something that you can easily do one night while with your family watching a Christmas movie or sometime in the quiet morning, maybe when you have some downtime, it just, again, easy phone, piece of paper, list it out month by month. After you've done that, then you should pull out your journal and take some or all of these questions to reflect on the year. I will list the questions in the show notes and over on my blog, pwplanners.com slash blog for a quick cheat sheet as well. I will also have a vision planning workout workbook. They will not have these 10 questions. That's additional information. That'll be in episode 19. So to give you an idea, I'm going to go through each of these questions and give you kind of the cliff notes version of, of how I would answer them for myself. So question number one that you're going to journal out is what was my biggest win this year? Bonus points if it involves conquering toddler tantrums while on a work call, because we've all been there. My brain tends to work in categories, lists, again, planner person. At work, it would be being one of if not the top retirement plan consultant for cross sales in 2023 for my division. I have responsibility of retaining all of my clients, knock on wood. At the time of recording this, I have retained 100% of my clients for 2023, but I have also been one of the top salespeople from, I would call people who don't have sales goals, right? It's something that I do an additional on top of my, keeping my clients happy. From a health perspective, I think it's finally bucking up and finding a therapist and working with Minneapolis Integrative. Obviously, that's a newer thing for 2023, but it still counts. It's in 2023. It's not like I had to do it at the beginning of the year for it to count. From my family, it's all the little moments, so it's hard to pick. It's where that's where that list of joyful moments come in from your phone and from your, you know, the pictures on your phone is is really seeing all the little things that brought you joy for the year. For my business, it's starting the podcast on YouTube, which I've loved and really has just opened up a whole new side for me. From personal growth, it's leaning into being not productive and enjoying reading. And I know it always sounds like I have a lot on my plate, but I really do enjoy slowing down and being intentional with my time so that I do have time to slow down. So that would be number one. Again, what is the biggest win for the year? Number two, what's a moment that made me laugh so hard? I cried or snorted. I tend to be one that snorts. So let's be real. Obviously, those are the best moments. When I saw this question, the thing that comes to mind for me is my daughter tooting in public, which she, I don't, maybe, I, I, I don't know, maybe this is an all four-year-old thing, three-year-old thing, but my daughter and her best friend at daycare are both obsessed with tooting. So legit last month in December, she sat on my lap and covers like she was sitting between me and my husband because we were across from my parents and eating and whatever. And all of a sudden she's like, mommy, I want to sit on your lap. And so she like scooted over and sat on my lap. And all of a sudden she goes, 
and she tooted and then just like scooted off my lap and I was like did you legit just go from your spot to my lap just to toot and then go back and she was like yep she's like I tooted on you and I'm like oh my god and it's obviously hard not to laugh and be appalled at the same time and you're like trying not to laugh because you don't want to encourage the uh you know the activities so to speak but at the same time you're just like really (laughs) one of the family moments where we tend to laugh a ton and if you don't know this game uh it's called liar's poker and we do it on our annual trip in Mackinac Island and it's all my extended family and it's definitely a highlight from a laughter perspective I love playing liar's poker with my family the other thing that comes to mind so I you know again something I remember laughing with my daughter laughing with my extended family the other thing that comes to mind is snuggling with my husband and watching TikTok There are so many nights where we just scroll and laugh together on that app. And I know it's social media, but at the same time, like it's love laying down and finding things that we both laugh at. So that's definitely a great memory in that area too. Happy holidays. Guess what? We are rapidly approaching the new year. You know what that means? It's time to get that shiny planner full of all of our hopes and dreams and make 2024 your best year yet. But in all seriousness, if you don't have your planner yet, For the next year, you better run, not walk, to pwplanners.com slash shop to check out the lineup. Whether it's the planner pad or the dated planner, I have a system for you to reduce your everyday overwhelm. Want to set your intentions for your business or personal life or create that vision board to ensure you keep your intentions at the forefront? I have you covered there as well. So head over to pwplanners.com slash shop and find the right solution for you. Have questions? Don't hesitate to reach out to me on Instagram. I am only a DM away. Now back to the episode. Number three, if this year had a theme song, what would it be? If you're a singer, then sing it (laughs) while you're journaling. I won't judge. I'm not. So I know a lot of my friends and people I talk to on social media would probably pick something Taylor Swift because I feel like the entire year this year was themed Taylor Swift, but don't shoot me. I am not a Swifty in that sense. I like her, but I'm not a Swifty. So yeah, I might have lost some people there. But mine would be Firm Foundation by Cody Carnes. It's a Christian song, but honestly, my faith has grown so much this year. And every time I'm going through a hard day, it's the right song to remind me that I'm not alone. I am obsessed with Spotify. So I have a Christian playlist. I have a piano playlist when I'm needing to like, just have like some calm atmosphere, I guess is how I would put it. Um, but Firm Foundation is one that's been on repeat for me for sure this year. Number four, in what unexpected ways did I show resilience? For me, I think this is a question where it's like, okay, give yourself pause and give yourself acknowledgement that you deserve with regard to things that you've been through for the year. So did you draw boundaries where you needed to? Did you get through a hard season with your spouse? Did you show up and do the work for your mental health? This question is personal, so I'll keep mine off the podcast, but remember, we are always hardest on ourselves. I've heard that so many times from my friends as well, that I'm super hard on myself. So pause. What do others see in you? What, where did you fight to stay above water? Where did you keep trying, right? List out kind of those areas where you feel like you showed resilience for the year. A little more fun one. Number five, what's a skill or hobby I picked up that surprised me? macrame, baking sourdough, keeping a toddler entertained for more than five minutes. That one's hard. For me, it's designing branding work. 
I'm surprised at how much I'm obsessed with like the true design work, right? Not just custom planners, but creating podcast covers, creating Instagram templates. I've I've spent a year now on Pinterest outsourcing. Most of that has been done through Canva, so I can't wait to expand into Adobe InDesign in 2024 as I've been learning Procreate at the end of 2023. Number six, if I could thank one person for getting me through the year, who would it be and why? For example, shout out to the friend who always sends hilarious memes when you need them most. Anyone who's close to me in my life, I feel like knows that it's my best friend, Jen. I love you. I am so thankful for my brother because he married you and gave me a best friend. But honestly, my friendships overall have grown this year, and I'm thankful for everyone who is in my life that I get to talk to, lean on, that you come to me for advice. Making friends as adults is not easily, and I know that I'm also semi-tough to deal with, but I've actually grown in friendships in the last couple of years, and I'm proud of that. It's very hard. So thank you for those who of you are in my life. Number seven. If I could have given myself advice at the beginning of the year, what would it have been? And would I have listened? I think the first one would be do my functional medicine work sooner. I spent months trying to like maintain my nutrition to see if that would make a difference. And obviously it didn't. We all need to come to our own conclusions on our own time. So I feel like a lot of my advice of what I have given myself at the beginning of the year, I still wouldn't have listened because I'm stubborn and I need to come to my conclusions at my own time. This one's not hard for me though, because I feel like with growth and with personal growth, a lot of it tends to be things you don't see coming. And so even if I would have given my, so for example, I learned about human design this year. Did I know the word human design at the beginning of the year? No. Would I have said, hey, look at human design in January and would I have listened? Maybe, but I probably would have also felt like it was a waste of money. But growing gives you an opportunity to see chances that you wouldn't have otherwise. And I think you have to be open to them at the time that it's right for you. And that's not always going to be something where you can give your advice, self-advice, and actually listen to it. Hope that makes sense. Reflect on that question yourself as well. Number eight, what's a small everyday moment that brought me immense joy? Because sometimes it's the little things like finding the lone French fry at the bottom of the takeout bag and stealing it. Or for me, it's cheese curds because I always steal my daughter's cheese curds. Every time I snuggle with my girl, that's the biggest thing for me. She wasn't a cuddler as a baby, and I'm so thankful that she loves it now. I also love every time my husband and I are hugging, and she immediately runs over and insists to be included in the family hug. Like legit, my husband and I cannot hug or kiss without her wanting to be included, which I think is the cutest thing. And I'm going to be really sad when she grows out of it. Number nine, what feels most important to you in your life right now? Oftentimes, myself included, we get distracted by the job, the business, the money required to live your lifestyle. This is your time to reflect on your priorities. List it out. What comes first? You know, categories, job, faith, spouse, family. Once you do that, then take a look at that list and compare it to how you've been living your life in the last year. Are they correlated? This is another personal one for me, so I'm going to keep my answers to myself. But again, it's thinking about your priorities and then where you're spending your time and do they correlate? Number 10, finally in three words, how would you describe this year? And no, Hot Mess Express does not count because it's only two words. So try again. I think, oh, this is more than three years, three words, but I would say blessed, content, and growth. I'd written down a year of growth, but technically if I'm going to fit it in three words, it would be blessed, content, and growth. 
Yes, I've had some hard weeks and heck, I've had some hard months. I spent the first part of the year, like, I think I was sick for like three weeks and then Danny was sick for six weeks. And it was just one of those things where it was exhausting. And even this fall, we spent a lot of our time sick. But my memories and this year aren't clouded with the bad. It's all the small moments of joy that remind me of just how lucky I am. And again, that's why that camera picture list is so important. And that's why getting your pictures printed is important because it can remind you of the joy that you did get to experience. The last part of reflecting happens to do with your key life categories, which I'm going to walk you through on next week's podcast episode as it helps you set your year as well. If you want a copy of the vision workbook that will help you get to the next stages of preparing for the new year without getting overwhelmed, check out the link in the show notes or DM me the word vision on Instagram and I will get you the link. Remember, don't skip this important step. You will regret it. Take time to pause. Don't have time this week. Then pick a date and schedule it in before the new year. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Being Better Every Day podcast. To see any visuals, head over to my YouTube channel. Links, socials, and resources mentioned can always be found in today's show notes. I truly appreciate you leaving a rating and review to help me reach more women looking to build systems to be peacefully productive. If you are looking for more, you can always find me on Instagram at julie.pwdesigns, sharing the behind the scenes of my everyday life as a millennial mom, corporate girly, and small business owner. Until next time, keep on taking one step at a time towards your version of being better every day.